Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies that we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. Also, we're going to say a lot of weird and possibly dirty things, and maybe your kids don't need to hear that. The soundtrack for this series features Keijin Church. Find them at keijinchurch.bandcamp.com or wherever you get music online. Hey y'all, welcome back to Tales from the Cryptid, the podcast where your boy Gaston LaRue, aka your favorite cryptid, talks about creepy shit from the past. Thank you for joining us for another episode on The Phantom of the Opera, where we once again prove the existence of the phantom ghost from 30 years ago at the Opera Garnier through the use of found footage. On our last episode, Christine Daae, in a fit of forgetfulness and panic, contacted her childhood friend, Raoul, by looking him up in the yellow pages. Raoul was so excited to hear from Christine that he left his spa day and rushed to the theater in his carriage with his two dozen roses. In the meantime, the patron, who we now know goes by Daroga, after a failed attempt to steal a letter, goes running through the opera Garnier when he discovers a storage room with a hidden passage. After calling out the name Eric, he then finds a secret passage through the theater. Elsewhere in the theater, in the main auditorium, the managers of the theater have called a meeting for all theater personnel to tell them about the strange and mysterious letter they had received threatening them to leave box 5 open and to allow Christine to sing instead of La Carlotta. They assured them all, however, that La Carlotta would be singing and that box 5 would be occupied by Philippe and Raoul, the Count and Vicomte de Chagny. As the lights dimmed in the opera house, we returned to Daroga, who had found the end of his tunnel and a vast lake underneath the opera house. Did Christina actually get like a dressing down by the the Phantom? <laughs> yeah. The angel. Excuse me. The angel of music. It's did not she, the Phantom, Alex. They're different things. Did she get a what? Who? Like I I thought that she like like he was like I told you not to see him again. Yeah, yeah. man. He's he's done that twice so far. <laughs> okay. She right. forgot he has done every that time. twice so far, and every time she's just like, oh, whatever. I gotta go talk to Raul now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That was like accidentally not a bad Krang impression just now. I told you not to see him. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we'll start with Christine and Raul. Wait. So the lights have just dimmed in uh, the theater and then come back up. Oh, someone needs to uh, pay the electrical bill here. I, I suppose so. I'm... It seems to be happening quite a lot lately. Yeah, Christine, you recognize... Well, I mean, I guess maybe you don't. I don't know. What's your brain's at? <laughs> uh, it's not very good. What is it? D. That's a D12. Actually, I'm good at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm good so, at brains. I'm good at that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this does happen... Well, I mean, maybe you could roll for it. I don't know. Why don't you roll for yeah. it? Yeah. Hell yeah. That one has 12 sides. <laughs> Oh, I guess I should tell you what it's going to be. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's fine, though. I'm going to say it's going to be... Uh, it's probably not going to matter, because I did roll a one. <laughs> you rolled a one? Yeah. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know this particular skill? You just need a one for it. For this, I mean, it, it happens pretty... This is this would be very obvious to pretty much everyone, so I'm going to say one. <laughs> okay. Yes! <laughs> so you got... A one? <laughs> yeah, I got a one. 
<laughs> All right. Well, that's um, that's zero. So you succeed, but just barely. Um, nothing surprising happens. But Christine, you do recognize this pattern, this ongoing pattern of the lights dim in your dressing room in in much the same way before you're visited by the angel of music. Ooh. Should I be trying to? Hmm. Should I be trying to get somewhere? Like get back to my dressing room? If hmm. I'll, is everyone kind of dispersing? Because the, uh, the meeting is over. Yes. I'll just go. <laughs> um, Raul, I'm, I'm sorry. Oui. I know, I know I sort of called you here, but. We. Oui. I, I don't know. I don't know if we should see each other again. We, uh, should not see each other. I'm, I'm sorry, Raul. I, I know that this maybe isn't fair to you. It, it really is good to see you again. I just. With everything going on at the opera, I don't know. I don't know if we should. I don't think we should see each other. Mm, is there a. Is there another man? <laughs> no, well, um. Not. Is it my hideous face? <laughs> Did I not ring enough roses? Maybe 61 would have been. No, I. Raoul, you've done oh. nothing wrong. It's just. Everything's very complicated right now. And I'm I'm sorry. I know I called you here, but there's there's not another man. Not not like like you think. Not not is it a woman? <laughs> no, I Okay. I just I don't I I have to go, Raul. I'm so sorry. I am uh, I am sorry too. <laughs> Christine just kind of rushes uh out of the room back to her dressing room. Wow. <laughs> All right. <Bummer>. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Raul. You guys suck at Raul. Yeah. <laughs> Raul looks down at his shoes and half-heartedly gives the two dozen roses to uh, to Meg and walks away. Wait, were you still holding them? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Meg just like takes the rose. She's just been uh, trying not to be like too obviously um, watching this happen, but she just kind of takes the roses and she looks after Christine and she looks after Raul and then she just kind of... Uh, shrugs and also goes back to her dressing room. <laughs> She's wow. like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you from my childhood. <laughs> Get away from me, Megan. <laughs> like, it's actually Megathon. Megara. <laughs> yeah. I cannot for your name. It's actually Megphony. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a made up name. <laughs> All names are made up. Christine goes one way and Raul goes the other. Back over to the underground lake that Daroga, the patron, has just come upon. Yeah. Discovered? Discovered. I like that. Discovered. Mm-hmm. I will name it Ben Lake. <laughs> who's Ben? Yeah, who's Ben? You know the patron's name now. Ben it's Daroga. Ben. Ben it's Daroga. been the whole time. Daroga is not his last name. Daroga Ben. Daroga, Daroga Ben. ben. Yeah. There's a story behind Daroga, but he has already made it clear that it is not his name. Mm. It is just a title. Oh. Sounds like an excuse to me. <laughs> All right, D- Daroga Ben. Stop. <laughs> oh, you're doing it the Japanese way. I, if it's a title, then doesn't the title come first? Like oh, Mr. Ben? I guess Prince so. Prince Ben? I guess so. Or Count um, Ben? I guess so. But also, no, it's another language, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but his name's not Ben. He's just naming it like, I, I Ben, am naming it like Ben. Oh, I see. <laughs> anyway. What am I looking at here exactly, Jensi? Okay, great question. Why don't you all tell me what what does what is this lake? It's a the big lake. The lake is wide and purple. <gasps> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. the Out thing. of it rises a man. <laughs> oh my Rose God. in his mouth, nose to the sky. Oh my God. No, we're not. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> a large backwards L on his cap. <laughs> I don't want to do this, Alex. <laughs> No, it's just okay. I'm not gonna ask you all for help with this. Okay, one. Here, here's here's the thing. I would actually love that because um, this is a not represented well in the Joel Schumacher film, um, and b a thing I never really visually wrapped my head around when I was reading the book. 
Yeah, so in my mind in the book, or just this lake, it's just like a big old vast underground lake. So it's kind of like, have you all ever been inside of like a big old cavern? with a? Yes. Okay. So There's imagine. one under my house. Ah, that's cool. Yep. Do you live above Ben Lake? I live above Lemon's Cave. Mm. I have no idea if you're lying or not. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like a big cavern, like a big cave. And like how, how high is the ceiling? Like, like, how deep am I here? Describe it in hands. How many hands t- how tall is it? I'm not, uh, it's like, God, I mean, you can see it up there, but you wouldn't be able to touch it even if you were standing on a person who was standing on a person. Okay. Like how many that. species of bats live up there? At least three. Ooh. Ooh. How would I know that? The choice cave. <laughs> because of the guano. Oh, God. <laughs> Asked and answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the house uh, is it pretty far away? Like, would I have to like? There is a there is a house uh, in the middle of the lake, or well, you can't really see the end of the lake. It's a really really long lake. You can't see okay. the end of it. Um, but the house is also pretty far away, and it would take a while if you had a rowboat to row across the lake to get to this house. Like, you couldn't even use one of those like little ladder things from Zelda. <laughs> it's pretty long. Luckily, there's a speedboat. <gasps> is there? Uh, is there anything that I could use to cross this lake nearby me? How can I see in here? That's another good question. Is this like? Is this like in like Uncharted or like uh, like Tomb Raider, where there's actually like a big hole in the ceiling, and you're like, how could no one from above not see that? <laughs> Your eyes became accustomed to the dark when you were walking through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And there is some kind of light source from somewhere. Maybe, like, there's an opening of a cave that you can't see. It's mm-hmm. pretty dim, though, but the house is illuminated. Is there anything I can use to get across the house? Yes, there is. Should I make you roll for this? What would you even roll for this? Yeah, right? Uh, what, what, what do you need to look around for something? <laughs> what's, uh... Brains. What's, a, what's this oh, yeah, game's I perception think I made, check? Yeah, I think I think Christine used brains to look for something before, and I think you did too when you were looking around for okay. in in the box, right? Brains. So we're gonna stick is, with that then. This is D twelve, <gasps> the, the coolest and most underused. Diet. Don't get cocky. That's what I did. <laughs> and mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a number here, and okay. that number is going to be. It's gonna be one through twenty. <laughs> it is gonna be a number at one through twenty, and I'm gonna say. This is going to be a seven. Okay. So reasonably, like, good, but certainly not impossible. Is this a planned action? Or, I mean, I, I guess it's not really planned, but I also feel like it's not, like, at the spur of the moment either. I'm going to say it's planned then, yes. Yeah, so I'd just like to succeed. <laughs> oh, because you are skilled at brains? Well, it, it, you can, if you're planned, you can, use, you can just do, like, easy stuff, right? Like, it's like anything that's less than, like, a nine, right? Uh, I think you can take half. Is that what it is? Oh, take half. Yeah, take. And I have a I have a, a, a 12 in brains. So, crap, I have to roll. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Play here we go. <laughs> well, I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hubris, thy name is Benjamin. <laughs> what the what the hell is this cursed game? Literally. Why, I, I don't feel like, like failure is, like, that much of the options <laughs> and yet we keep doing this we keep rolling one let me see if i can get a bronze roll for my 12 <laughs> my d12 and see if i roll a one two i'm not gonna do it now i'm gonna do it when it comes up thematically <laughs> I, okay. I really thought it was happening now <laughs> but ben uh give yourself an adversity token it is. It's pretty I, dark. I have three. I have three of those. What do those do again? <laughs> you can add them to your roll. Oh, that would not have succeed. helped. Yeah. <laughs> is it that you take half? Oh God, do I need to check the? I news? don't remember. I think it might be. That sounded right to me. It sounded right to me too. So we're just gonna go with it. <laughs> so it is pretty. Oh, you get an adversity token, but you failed by six. <laughs> <laughs> well, I technically got two because I add one to it, but mm. okay. for my because uh, I'm an adult and so I have brains. I see. So you failed by five, which five. is bad, but it not is ha- a disaster. By the way, I just checked. It is half. You guys did good. Mm. Oh, good. Thank you. All right. So um, give yourself an adversity token. You failed by five, which is bad, but not a disaster. So let's see. What you just don't be? know what boats are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like, know. There's a boat He's... right in front of you, and <laughs> you're right like, there. clearly, that's a large rock. Large rock. <laughs> What's this wet substance in front of me? This wet wooden rock that's right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a boat, right? Well, it, 
there should be a short-term consequence that's going to happen. Oh. I mean, I guess the short-term consequence would be perhaps that... No, it's more interesting when there's complications, for sure. Mm. Okay. So while you are looking around in the dark, you're, you're groping around, and... Oh, wow. You, you do find a boat, and it's, like, right on the edge of the water, and you're trying to get into it, and it slips away into the water. Shit. Wow. Uh, shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... I could swim, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, you could probably swim. I, I'm gonna try to, like, yeah. I don't, I don't care if I get wet. It, well, I do care, but it, this is all I. This is it. This is all I can do. So I'm gonna try to, like, I'll, I'll get in the water to try to get into the boat. Although getting into a rowboat from the water is that even possible? I guess I could push it, it back to where. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get in the water to get in the boat. Okay, you get in the water. And um, as soon as you get in the water, you hear um, a pretty large, you don't hear that, you hear a pretty large splash come from the center of the lake. Uh, I'm going to, oh God, I got to go fast. Roll, roll, fast. roll for it. Uh, what, what would I roll? I'm going to say, what about, what about, how about grit? Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, because I need to like stay cool under pressure. Mm. Okay, do it. Then it'll be, um, what's your grit? Oh, okay. I'm going to say six. You're going to say six? Oh, you're being nice to me today. Five plus one, baby. Six. Oh, all right. So you just barely make it. Wow. So you... Wait, 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 wait. But I could add it. Could I add one? Can you only use adversity tokens to succeed or can you use it to get better results? You can only use it to succeed. Okay. We established that. Yeah, whew, you just barely get it. So you get into the water and you hear the splash and you, it's it's pretty scary, but you stay cool and calm using all of your grit. You grab that rowboat and you pull it back up to the shore. I, I get in. You get in. Okay, you get in. And um, you do hear a splash again. This time it's a bit what is it? What is it? Can I tell? I don't know. I guess roll for it. Roll brains. Brains again? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say this is pretty high difficulty, though. I'm okay, say that makes that sense. 16. Mmm. Oof. All right, I rolled an 11, uh, but I'm going to... No, I can't do that. Oh, wait, plus one is 12. No, I'm not going to use all my adversity tokens on this. I didn't get it. So I failed by four. No, you don't know what it is, but it sounds big. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't suppose I hear some sort of ticking sound, do I? No, no ticking sound? This mm-hmm. is a Peter Pan joke. <laughs> no, you do not hear uh, a ticking sound. It was barely a joke. and barely a reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to, like, not row straight to where I heard it from, then. Okay, you're going to row in an arch. Yeah! Okay. Squish, squish. Yeah. That's the sound oars make when they go through the water. Squish, squish, squish. Squish? I'm going to insert, I'm going to insert a better sound effect than this later. <laughs> All right. Let's do a road check. Road check. <laughs> I'm doing so many dice stuff, guys. <laughs> I don't know. This seems pretty, this seems pretty intensive. I feel like you gotta. I, I keep, see, Remick and I both have flight as our biggest one. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I keep wanting to be like, oh, anything that's speed is flight, right? But like, I'm not running away, am I? I am specifically not running away. Then you probably want to use brawn. Mm. Yeah, brawn sounds good. Yeah. Uh, either that or like, I could even make the argument for brains again, because I think I'm trying to like, I think I've decided this thing's alive and I'm trying to outwit it. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think? Brawn or brains? I think you can make the argument for either one. I'm trying to row fast. We'll say brawn. Say Even though it's that's actually my 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 smaller one, but well, you know, honestly, I think you could make I think you could make an argument for flight in that you are trying to get there fast. Yeah, I, guess I mean, they didn't call it escape, did they? They called it flight for a reason, mm. didn't they? Mm. Okay, yeah. all right, that's my big one. Here we go, twenty. Oh, um, this oh, is I'm, I'm supposed a... to not roll it yet. You're supposed Sorry. to tell me what it is first. This is gonna be I? a ten. Okay, now I'm gonna roll. I didn't see what the other one was, so it's okay. And I rolled an, what'd you say it was? 10. I rolled an 18. Okay, you succeed by eight, which means you succeed quite impressively. Wow. <laughs> I'm doing that thing from the Peter Pan movie where like Hook is like lifting the boat out of the water when he's like <laughs> rowing. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what happens. You're just like bouncing on top of the water, like boop, 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 boop. And whatever it is, you, you hear the splashing real close, but I guess all of your looping on top of the water is avoiding it because you succeeded quite impressively and you make it to the other shore near the house. 
I get out and I wring out my jacket and I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I, I walk up to like the door. Can I walk up to the door or does, does Freddy Fazbear jump out and eat me? Oh, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ben. Roll a new character. <laughs> Just kidding. No, yeah, you, you, I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a door up there. You can walk up to it. I kind of feel like, will you, I'm, I'm sorry to keep asking you to do set dressing for me, but like, what does this house look like now that I'm up here? That is a great question. So this house looks like, you know, it's not a tiny little cottage. Um, it's also not a huge mansion. It's it's a pretty fairly large size house, though. And it is, it definitely looks like it is homemade. Homemade. It definitely <laughs> looks like <laughs> a homemade home. <laughs> Ma- made by a craftsman. It it looks like it was, well, it looks like it was made by a person. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. So it's not like expertly made, but it's not like shabby either. Like someone mm. built this clearly on their own who knew what they were doing, but not super well. But it looks like a regular house like that you might find in, you know, like a, a lower middle class suburb somewhere. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not expertly constructed? <laughs> Why? Do you want it to be? No, no, no that's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it would be pretty oh, expert he, for like no, no, a regular no, he, person to do it. He grumbles to himself and he says, mm, you've lost your touch. <laughs> uh, and then he kind of like walks into the front door and like sort of pauses for a second. Like he's like, are we really about to do this? Am I really about to? Like, he, goes, he just like summons the courage and knocks on the door to the house in the secret lake underneath the Opera Garnier. <laughs> You have just run away from Raul, and you're headed toward your dressing room? Yes. I think Christine is also like a little, I don't know, a little shaken up by having to turn away Raul like this. Because I really, I think part of the reason that, you know, I'm going to uh, explain away the fact that I kept forgetting uh, that she wasn't meant to go to Raul (laughs) by saying that Christine, just that sense of safety and security and nostalgia kept getting drawn back to Raul, and it feels a bit bereft to have sort of turned him away like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how does Christine act then to reflect these feelings? I think she's just rushing uh, of somewhat teary-eyed back to her dressing room and not, not paying attention to surroundings. Mm. So you do. You go back to uh, the dressing room and you go in, I assume. Yes. And there's no one else in there. It's just you. I'll go over to, is it, this is the same, the mirror where the door opened? Mm Mm-hmm, yes. I'll just go over and sort of like, I don't know, run my hand over it to see if there's any give, to see if it uh, will open, but run my hand over and just like, is this what you wanted? Is this, say something. Mm, Just a second. Something. (laughs) Angel has a lot of uh, demanding people (laughs) hands today. I'm busy, yeah. no way. I actually have a guest at the moment. <laughs> I got a dude in my wallet. <laughs> no, I, sorry, I actually, I wanted to to roll for it to see um, what would happen. Okay, so you run your hand over it and you uh, say that out loud and you stop and you listen, but you don't hear anything. But just then, after a few seconds of listening, the lights do dim again before coming back up. Just pound my fist against the the mirror one once or twice. Okay, what are what are you trying to do? I think just lashing out in frustration a bit, just because mm. I think that it's I don't know. It's I think there's two parts of this where Christine wants what the angel of music is providing and wants these things, but also by turning away Raoul, like is making herself more alone, which is the worst. <laughs> Mm, right. And that's kind of your biggest fear, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so you're lashing out. Um, nothing happens. 
I think she just kind of turns her back to the mirror and slides down and sits on the floor, just thinking and ruminating. Okay. And as you do that, um, you notice that beside you on the floor, there is a letter with a red seal on it. <gasps> What's the seal look like? Ooh. It's a red wax seal. Oh, it's a stamp of a rose. <sighs> it's like a skinny walrus. <laughs> skinny walrus. <laughs> I don't think it looks like a <laughs> no, it's a skinny walrus. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll pick it up, open it, and see what's inside. Okay, inside there is a letter, and it is addressed to you, Christine. This looks very much like the letter that you received in um, the other room that you went through when you went through the tunnel. And uh, the letter just um, explains to you that, well, it says something like, um, Christine, you belong to me. I have done everything for you. I all, th- all that you have is because of me, and I will take it all away. I need you to trust in me. I need you to trust in your angel of music. And there is um, something in the bottom of the envelope. What is it? It is a ring. Ooh. It looks like uh, white gold with a black stone. Oh, interesting. I'll, she'll put it on. It fits perfectly on your ring finger. Mm. I'll, I'll put the ring on, sort of crumple the letter up a little bit in my hand and just sit for a few minutes. you do when you walked away oh oh, oh. poor raul he's having a day he's having a he's having a day he was so excited and just <laughs> it just crumbled it crumbled around him and now now he's just walking out into traffic <laughs> not like yeah he's just wandering around <laughs> i was like what the oh heck? my god <laughs> twist ending uh-huh. he lost his carriage he doesn't know where it was <laughs> He's looking for it. <laughs> okay, so you're you're looking around for your carriage in front of the mm-hmm. opera house. We. Oui. Um, okay, so the person who was at the door, who greeted you uh, before, said, uh, "Monsieur, can I help you?" <sighs> can one be helped of a broken heart? Oh, Monsieur. We. Oui. Hmm. I understand. So she rejected you. Also, I've seemed to have misplaced my carriage. Oh, I can help you with that. Oh, well, this day is turning around. <laughs> I think the carriage was taken to the stables, so the horses could... The stables, that mm. is a... Mm, yeah, mm, mm-hmm. mm, Yes. This definite where they would take a... a yes. Uh, the, the stables, well, do, you, do you know where the yep. stables are? I believe I do. I will take myself to the stable. Okay. Thank you, young door person. Uh, you're welcome, monsieur. So Raoul probably does remember where the stables are since he got a whole tour of them and went to see the horsies. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's very, very excited to see those horsies again. Okay. So (laughs) you go over, uh, you do, you go to the stables. You find Ben, your driver there, and he is looking awful panicked. Ben, what is wrong? Ben, I I don't actually know. Ben, you're you are looking awful, pa- awfully panicked because you know that the horses have been stolen. Why would that bother me? Because you're paid. Because your job security depends on mm. it, and because it was your responsibility to make sure the horses don't get stolen. I thought I was his driver, like his driver that. Yeah, you drive my carriage that, and the horses were stolen. What? Carriage. It's the carriage we came it's here in. Drawn carriage. We it's established this. We came in a car. No, you didn't. It's France. You definitely came in a carriage. Drawn we had by this horses. whole thing where I was going to bring like six carriages with me. Even though it's 1992, we have established that Raul is just the kind of guy who has carriages and loves horses. I actually do. I think I now remember the fleet of carriages. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. The horses that you drove here have been stolen. They are Raoul's horses. <laughs> my, my, our girls, our girls have been stolen. What? They're gone. 
Do you, do you have who has stolen our horses? Well, I I don't know that. I don't know why I'm not just doing my voice. Like, why? How come when I'm playing myself, I can't bring myself to just do my own voice? <laughs> you, I'm like, well, I sure don't know that, Mister Raoul. <laughs> what? Why were you not with the carriage and the horses? Where were you? Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't blazing it. Four twenty blazing it. That's not funny. I'm not gonna do a weed joke. It's pretty funny. <laughs> It is too late. You've already done a week. Ago. <laughs> He's like, I thought I, I thought I saw Greg Kinnear, but it wasn't. And now that I think in, of it, I don't France? know why he'd be here. Greg, Kfar. well, he could be other places. Like airplanes and stuff exist, but it did seem unlikely. Now that I think of it, Ben. Yeah. When yeah, we he... find our horses, when we find our horses, and we get back to the estate, you're going to have to clean all of the toilets. <laughs> That's not my job, sir. It is now. Hmm. No, I think I quit. Goodbye. Uh, oh no, my driver. I, know, my I don't have to. Driver. I don't have to work for an employer like that. No, I don't. I don't have to take that abuse. You lost my horses. Do you know how much they cost? Uh, he can't hear you. He quit. I named all of them Butterscotch. <laughs> he can't hear you. He quit. <laughs> I don't care. You can't hear me. I miss Butterscotch. <laughs> okay, Raoul. The worst things in the world have happened to you today. <laughs> <sighs> the girl of your dreams. Christine broke my heart. <laughs> she broke your heart. Ben lost my horses. He lost your horses. And then he quit. And then he quit. <laughs> yeah. I have no one to drive my horseless carriage. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. It's twist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose I will go to the stable hand and see if they said anything about horses being stolen. Okay, yeah, so you uh, you go to the stable hand who recognizes you from the one who <gasps> was there giving the horses little kissies. <gasps> bonjour. Oh, bonjour, the Vicomte de Chagny. Oui, that is I. It is, ah, oh, so nice to see you again, monsieur. Uh, how can I help so you? So nice to see me too. I have lost some horses. Oh, no, monsieur. Those were your horses. They were my horses. Do you know anything about them being stolen? Yes, the ghost stole them. A ghost? Ah, oh, the opera ghost stole the horses. Now, how would you know a Opera goes stole my horses. Well, because uh, I saw him do it. Well, I not exactly saw him do it, so I tell you the story. I was here doing my job, taking care of my horses, when all of a sudden I hear a ruckus. And then I see two beautiful horses that were not mine run through with one of them with an opera ghost on his back. And they ran right into a little opera. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Stay, uh, what is your name, Stableland? Jean... <laughs> Dijon? Yes. Tell me, Dijon, what does an opera ghost look like? Ah, he had on a black cape and a black robe, and mm-hmm. I could not see his face, so I thought it must be the ghost. It just could not be any regular man with a black cape and a black coat. <laughs> Who does that? Why would anyone do that? Also, there's, you know, there's the opera ghost running around, and that's what people say he looks like sometimes. Sometimes people say other things, but we're all pretty scared of him here. Mm-hmm. And he stole my horses? Yeah, well, I didn't know they were your horses, but, um, hmm. My, my favorite is named Butterscotch. <laughs> oh, there was one that looked an awful lot like a Butterscotch. The other name was named Butterscratch. I don't really know what a Butterscratch looks like, but it might have been Zim. Hmm. Well, which way have they gone? They went through the loading door into the theater right over there. Butterscratch sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it does. And Raoul draws his saber, his rapier. I keep I forgot you're packing silver. Sword guy. That's right. <laughs> and he charges what? into the loading <gasps> door. Oh, I thought you were threatening the poor man. <laughs> no. <laughs> In fact, no, no. I, I flip him a silver dollar on my way through. Thank you, monsieur. I will take such good care of your horses when you get them back. Good luck. Oui. Voodoo voogie chez moi. C'est soir. Oh. <laughs> Rebound. <laughs> um, you go into the opera and you are charging right on in there. That's right. And as No you're idea going- where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Just running. Just running. Um, so you're running, and there it, it seems like these are like the this is like the basement of the opera house, and it's pretty wide. 
corridor, pretty big, tall ceilings because um, this seems like where they load in like big set pieces and such. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty huge area, um, but there's not a lot of people around. <sighs> Do I see any horses? You don't see any horses right now. Hmm. Um, no. Do I see any horse tracks? Uh, the floor is painted concrete, but hmm. uh, if you want to do a, a roll, we'll see if you can see some horse tracks. I absolutely do. I thought um, you were just a, for a second, I thought you were just declaring that you absolutely do see some horse tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see them horse tracks. You don't even have to tell me the number. Um, I'm going to say, we're going to say this is a seven. A seven? Yeah. All right. No, no, no. What skill would you like uh, me to use? Seven. Thank you, Ben. Convince me of a skill you would like to use. I mean, the only thing I can I can feasibly say this would be would be brains. Yeah, you're not. I good don't at think that, it, are you? I don't think I could fight my way through this, no matter how much Raul would want to try. Yeah, brains. I mean, yeah. All right. Here's 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 hoping. That's a three. Okay, so you fail by four. Mm-hmm. Okay, well it's not too bad. Um. So you're you're looking around for some horse tracks, and you do see something on the ground, and you <gasps> follow it off into a corridor, but as you are walking, you start to realize that uh, maybe these are just baguette crumbs, and this corridor is a little bit too small for horses to run through. Another dead end. Hey, uh, thanks for this. I just quit my job as a horse-drawn carriage driver, uh, and it turns out there's not actually a lot of demand for somebody with those skill sets, even in France. So you just need me to read this stuff for your podcast mid-roll break? Cool, yeah, I can I can do that. <clears throat> thanks to Rimmick for playing Christine Daye in this series. She's Rim of the Realm on most social media. She's also joined the cast of the Abstract Adventures podcast, a weekly D&D podcast that's, like, really funny. It is just super funny. Uh, You can find all her stuff at beacons.ai slash rimoftherealm. Uh, We'll put that link in the episode description, too, so you don't have to remember it. The music in this series is by Keijin Church. They are everywhere you can get music on the internet, and I have become a real big fan, personally. I think it'd be really cool if you joined the Roleplay Retcon Discord and slash or Patreon. The links to both of those are in this episode's description and on our social media. Uh, There's lots of cool people having a chill time in the Discord. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Movies, video games, lots of cool stuff. Uh, And on our Patreon, there's deleted scenes and bloopers and special bonus stuff made just for patrons. And this episode is dedicated to Roleplay Retcon patron Carl Jordan. You rule, Carl. Please leave Roleplay Retcon a review somewhere. It's vital to our growth. It's more important than the Patreon, honestly. If you had to choose between giving us a dollar on Patreon and writing a review, you should choose the review. It's that important. This episode was edited by Jensi, with sound design by Benjamin Gray, and it was produced by Two Fish in a Jug. Roleplay Recon is part of the Nerdsmith Network. All right, enjoy the rest of the episode. Was that good? Did I do good? It's weird that the guy that sound designed the episode has the same name as me. I guess it's just a coincidence, but like, wild, right? I'll go back to Daroga Ben. Stop. <laughs> go back to uh, to the patron. So the patron, you have knocked on the door. I mean, you can call him Daroga. Just <laughs> but like that's that's good. I mean, like we can we can say if you need a real name, but like stop calling him Ben. Daroga Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, thanks. Yeah, we go back to Daroga, who has just knocked on the door. Um, are you are you expecting to hear like who is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, okay. So I've just knocked on the door. Yes. I don't I don't know what I'm expecting. I just I have nowhere else to go. And like I th- like I've been here for a year and like gotten nowhere. 
And like, I don't know, this feels like getting somewhere. And so I'm just going to do what you do at doors. I'm going <laughs> to knock at the door. I mean, this seems, this seems very logical. Let me roll. Mm. So. Hardly irregular. <laughs> <laughs> so you knock at the door <laughs> and you don't hear a response. Okay. I'm, have I painted you into a corner, Jensi? I didn't mean to. No, not at all. I'm just. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just using my dice to see the outcomes. Interesting. Now. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, honestly. That's what I expected. Um, and I'm like, well, one more for the road. And I'm going to, like, try to just go in the house. I'm going to try to open this door and go in the house. Surely the, like, I guess try, just try the knob. Mm, uh, that's not silly at all. The knob doesn't even, like, tr- like pretend to move. Hmm. Are there windows? Yeah, there are windows. Well, look in a window. So you go over to the window. <laughs> Nobody do it. <laughs> what are they going to do? To the wall! <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> He was, that's a, that's a, he was doing so good. I'm not even mad at him. He was doing so good. And then you just, you made it so he couldn't stand it anymore. I'm I'm proud of you, Alex. Honestly. Good job, Alex. You tried. You really did. We all did it. Go ahead. I didn't do it. Yeah. Weird thing about these windows though. They don't, they're like, you look through it and it seems like you should be seeing something because it doesn't look like there's any kind of film on the window or anything, but there's just, you just can't see through it. Tinted glass. I don't know what to do. Uh, (laughs) I guess I could try to break into this house. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Let's break in. Uh, This is like a house that is like, it, it doesn't get to not be broken into. It's a house underneath the Opera Garnier in the middle of a lake. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm already wanted by everyone here at this. Like, everyone at this <laughs> opera already hates me now. So mm-hmm. I might as well just destroy more property. <laughs> and, like, is there, like, a rock or something around or something heavy I can use to... I guess I could even, like, use the ore maybe from the rowboat to, like, try to break one of the windows. Yep. Give me a brawn check. There's a brawn. It's got to be a brawn. <laughs> Unless I fight the window. <laughs> oh, God, window. Tilting at windows. And I am going to say that this is going to be a pretty tough check because... While this wasn't built by a master craftsman per se, it does look pretty sturdy. And these windows definitely have something going on with them. So I'm going to say this is pretty high roll. I'm going to say it's a 16. Uh, well, boy, that's going to be nearly impossible. Oh, what is your, what is your? My brawn is six. Oh, that's actually literally impossible. Well, well I, I, I could technically explode up, up to that <laughs> point, right? <laughs> yeah, technically. I, technically. I don't think statistically... <laughs> I do have so adversity tokens, but like, there's just no way. I'm not sure it's worth even trying. Mm. Try it, you coward. <laughs> yeah. You'll get those good tokens. No, no, that's how the game works, though. You could do it. Try. Please try. Yeah. This will be, be what you can. I mean, I'll have to fail, and then this will be what, like, you determine some complications from. It's the impetus for the complications. Mm. Does this guy have some sort of terrible alarm system? Some sort of. Some, yeah, we'll see. Well, I've rolled a three. <laughs> so you failed by more than 13. ten. <laughs> no, you said it was sixteen, wasn't it? Sixteen, yeah. So thirteen. Wow, the failure is profound. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it wasn't going to be a big deal. I was just going to hit the window with the ore. If it didn't work, it didn't work. But what happens instead, Jency? Okay. <laughs> so you go and you you whack the window with the ore. And there is no alarm system. The The window does not break, not even a little bit. Um, and your ore just kind of like bounces off of it and you you lose grip of the ore and it, it kind of flies behind you because you really whacked it good. And you just kind of stand there for a second and are like, well, that sucked. Um, but then the floor opens up underneath you and you fall. <laughs> Oh, shit. Into uh, like 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 a, like there's a trap door that I was just standing on. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. Wow, this thing goes deeper, huh? It goes deeper. <laughs> it goes deeper, and um, you fall, and it's it's a pretty good distance uh, fall. Not like maybe like um, maybe like twelve feet or so, maybe more. I don't know. That's that's long. It's pretty. It's pretty big fall, mm-hmm. and you you hurt your ankle. And you hear the trap door lock above you. Mm, that gave me the, the duck lumps. Ew. <laughs> duck lumps? God, babe. Goose Alex, we're duck lumps. I'm bringing it back. I do. Good God. <laughs> like, how could anything sound so gross?
Okay, Christine. So you have you've been sitting here for a for a minute. What's your next plan of action? Just having a minor nervous breakdown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think how how long do we have until curtain call for tonight's show? It's pretty early, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't we establish it was like like one or something, like three? Probably. I thought it was around noon, yeah. Yeah, it was around noon. That sounds right. Yeah, around noonish. Probably it's around like one or two-ish now so you still have a few hours the the show opens at seven so you'll need to be ready by six okay i'm hmm, i'm i'm kind of at loose ends since it i i think christine i want to have faith in the angel of music and the things are going to turn out okay but it sounds like the directors or the managers and the carlotta there's a lot going on Um, I might just, can I just go walking through the opera house and just, if I can maybe swing by La Carlotta's dressing room and just like, if I can overhear, I kind of just want to see if I can overhear anyone saying, talking about tonight's show. Yes, absolutely. Sure. So you walk (laughs) over toward uh, La Carlotta's dressing room and as usual, there is quite the commotion coming from inside of it. (laughs) La Carlotta is not a a quiet uh, person. So uh, there's a lot of screaming and a lot of uh, commotion um, and the door is ever so slightly ajar for whatever reason. Maybe just a crack though. You can't really see inside. Yeah. I'll... I'll maybe try and, like, be a bit crafty about it. Like, if I find a prop or something leaning up against a wall, I'll kind of, like, carry it as though I'm trying to, like, move from A to B, like, bring this prop somewhere else in the opera house, and just kind of, like, stop a little and listen in as I go by the door. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to pitch it as a brains roll. <laughs> All right, that, that'll do it. Okay. And- you're just you're just eavesdropping, which is honestly you probably really not might not even need to roll for this. But I'm gonna say it's a I don't know four. Okay, okay, I'm gonna roll. Let's see what happens. <laughs> we'll just keep we'll just keep it loose. I I'm not gonna put labels on it. <laughs> I have to retire that D12. Uh, it's a two. <gasps> oh my gosh! That's fine. This is how we build oh. diversity oh. tokens. <laughs> it went it went it went from it went from casual. Let's just see where it goes to a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> It, okay, so yeah, you get an adversity token. You fail, but not too badly. So you are walking by and you stop for just a second and you hear some yelling and stuff. And you uh, you do try to, to peek in a little bit, but you see Lar Carlotta's assistant see you and walk and slam the door. Oh, I'm just awkwardly holding this enormous potted plant or something that I'm trying yeah. to like hide behind. <laughs> And while you're standing there holding it, trying to figure out what to do, uh, Meg walks by with a couple dozen roses. <laughs> and she just kind of waves at you a little bit. <laughs> you, you okay, Christine? I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing fine. Um, uh, what about you? What are, what are you getting up to? Um, I don't know. I was just kind of walking around. Everything's been a bit weird today. I know. What's up with the plant? <laughs> well... I kind of awkward. I'll put the plant back down. I honestly, I was just trying to see if um, I could overhear La Carlotta or if them talking about anything. I thought it might be a clever disguise, but I, I don't really think it was. Oh, La Carlotta, you don't need to overhear her to know what's going on, especially since she's speaking in Italian. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you what's happening there. I know all about it. Oh, really? Yeah, so La Carlotta is pretty pissed, and she thinks that you're trying to sabotage her, and she also thinks that you're trying to get a whole bunch of her fans, a whole bunch of your fans, to come to the show tonight and then boo her off the stage. Christine, why would you do that? No, I I swear, I I would never do that. I, I didn't even know that I had fans. I just... well, of course you have fans. You did such a great job the other night. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, thank you. I mean... <laughs> no, it's okay. You can be proud of yourself, Christine. <laughs> well, thank you. No, I, I really... I don't mean to undermine Carlotta. I just... I don't know. I wish there was some way that we could meet in the middle, I guess. Like, if I could really be like Carlotta's understudy then maybe I could learn from her and we could work together. But I, 
I, she's never, I know that she doesn't like even having an understudy. I, <sighs> yeah, well, she thinks you're trying to undermine her. So what she's done is she is calling all of her biggest supporters to come to the oh. show tonight. Oh, no. So, um, yeah. What are you going to do about that? Are you really like you're really getting a bunch of your fans? No, no. I wouldn't even know how to reach out to them. I, I what? Do they have a MySpace or? Is MySpace in <laughs> Is it? I don't remember. Was it the 2000? It might be the 2000s. Uh, yeah, this might be a little, little early for that. Are there no like way. chat boards though? Chat. Oh, I guess they must have chat boards. I I don't know. I really I'm not on any chat boards. I wouldn't know where to begin. Yeah, the the opera computer <laughs> is kind of I don't use it. No, it's it makes this horrible noise every time I try to even start it up. So I just Right? No, I can't. <laughs> I don't even know how to work that thing. No. I I don't know. I guess I'm I'm at a loss too, uh, just as far as what to do. And then Meg stops for just a second, and she goes, "Christine, you're engaged." <laughs> Christine, I, why didn't you tell me? I I don't know. I guess I just I was given the ring. I don't know if I'm engaged uh, exactly. By Raul? Oh, he did um, come to find you. I see. I saw you reject him, and I thought it was really mean because he's super rich and he brought all of these lovely roses. Why do I have these roses here, Christine? And she throws them at you. Oh well, thank you. I I don't know that they're rightfully mine though. I I did reject Raul. Uh, well, clearly you did. I saw it happen, but I'm so glad that he found you and gave you a ring. Oh, it's so weird. I love it. Super Super chic. I I guess I listen, Meg. This is I was going to keep it under wraps. I guess I shouldn't have gone around walking uh, with the ring on my hand. But I'm could if you could keep it to yourself, could you do that? Um, why, Christine? You should be so excited. We should all be <laughs> celebrating. I don't understand. I I think that um he wanted to tell his his family first and i i just i guess i'm uh, trying to keep it so we can make an announcement i just don't want to tell everyone just yet maybe you should roll for charm <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i got the d10 in charm all right I like, so i like G i like gm style is like suggesting <laughs> but it's not really a suggestion yeah it's, you gotta but <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Meg's kind of a blabbermouth, but it wouldn't be difficult to persuade her because she's also your best friend. So I'm going to put it, the task where success is certain for characters who are skilled at it, but not for those who aren't. I'm going to put it at a seven. Okay. I have the D10 in charm. I also have skilled at charm. Oh, great. That does so the thing. So <laughs> it's less than a nine. So that means you just succeed unless you want to roll for it and try and get better. I kind of do want to roll. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Even though rolling has betrayed me every time in this yeah, game, y'all have done nothing but poor. <laughs> but I do poor, want to do it. Okay, it's an eight. Oh, hey, nice. So you get a <laughs> plus one then. That's not bad at all. All that manifesting paid off. Amazing. It sure did. <laughs> or is skilled at? Do you get a plus three if you roll? Plus three. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, so then you succeed by. Uh, it's an 11 by 4. By 4. Okay. It's still in the same bracket. Ah, okay. So you succeed, but not impressively. Okay. <laughs> that's um, But that's still good. So uh, Meg is like, oh, yeah, mm, that makes sense. You know, and maybe he also wants to, oh, I bet, whoa, what you could do is you could tell everyone at the masquerade ball. Wouldn't that be so <gasps> romantic? Oh, it, it would. That would be so sweet. Yeah, so that would give him time to tell his family and then give you time to, well, you don't have family, but uh, <laughs> it'll give you time to, like, prepare something super cute and romantic and a really nice outfit for the ball. And, yeah, that's such a good idea, Christine. Yes, no, I, thank you. That It is a good idea. I, I like that, Meg. Well, ah, nice. When is, when is the masquerade? Oh, it's tomorrow night. Oh my gosh, time always gets away from me. It's so soon. Yeah, it is pretty soon. In the movie, they had it like six months from now, and I don't really <laughs> understand why. But it was just a 15-minute intermission. Yeah, but anyway. What movie is that? <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know what I was talking about just then. Yeah, it's tomorrow night. It's so soon. <laughs> We're all really excited. 
Amazing. Have you picked out an outfit yet? You know, I have been so indecisive. I went and got an outfit, but I didn't really like it, so I returned it, and now I don't have a new one. I don't know what to do. Oh, no. Well, we have some time before the show starts. Should we Should we just, Should we we just? go window shopping? Oh, my gosh. Window shopping. Yes. <laughs> but, Christine, are you allowed to leave the Shit. opera house? Didn't the cops tell you you have to stay? <laughs> Damn it. Every time. <laughs> Hey, I would just like to point out that there's this little part at the bottom of everyone's character sheet that says notes. And notes is like where you're supposed to write down stuff that you're supposed to remember. (laughs) Notes are for nerds. Shut up, Ben. I've just written down, for instance, ankle hurt. It took me less than a second. Oh my gosh, Ben, stop. I Listen, my notes are full of all of my backstory stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, mine is too. I I had to actually shove mine down a little bit to get that in there. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I totally should. Christine's is very absent-minded. <laughs> I understand. Oh, but Christine, you know what I was actually thinking might be kind of fun? Is what? there's that big storage room with all of the costumes in it. And what if we went and looked at some of the costumes there? Oh, they've got some really cute vintage oh. stuff. That's such a good idea. Are we allowed to use those? I mean, who cares? Who's going to know? <laughs> That's true. Nobody touches those anymore. Yeah. Why don't we go take a look? I'm sure we can find something. Okay, yeah. And then you <laughs> both go and do that. Yeah. Raul, how's the Wait. um how's the searching for the horses going? Butterscotch. <laughs> Butterscotch, where are you? Roll. For charm. Did you mm. tell me the role for charm? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Also, like we have not really been using that. <laughs> it's. I'm gonna put it at pretty high though, because okay. if they if they did hear you, you'd have to be really charming, and and they're kind of far away and running and stuff. So I'm gonna yeah. say a, a tasker which success would be incredible and impressive. Uh, I'm gonna put this at a 18. 18. Mm-hmm. All right. Ah, I rolled a 14. Oh <gasps> shoot. Well, you get an adversity token. Yeah. And you failed by four, which is not too bad. So while you're calling out for butterscotch, um, someone uh, from the opera just kind of walks around the corner and is like, are are you okay, sir? Do you need some candy? (laughs) I have lost my horse, butterscotch. Oh. And my other horse, butterscratch. Oh, those are your horses. We. Oui. Oh. Have you seen them? Yeah, I just saw them a couple of minutes ago running down the corridor. It was weird. <gasps> Which corridor? Oh, this big one here. It just kind of goes straight that way, and then it turns to the right, and I don't really Thank know. Thank you. Okay, bye. And he runs off. That wasn't actually too bad of a failure. That was kind of a success. <laughs> well, whatever. We're just going to go with it. We did it. We did it. So you're running, and you- <laughs> I run down the corridor. You run down the corridor, and you make a right. I do. Because that's the only way that you can go in this big corridor. And at the mm-hmm. end of the corridor, you do see a couple of horses and they, they make a they make a turn. And on their back, you can faintly see a hooded, cloaked, robed figure. <gasps> Return my horses, you knave! <laughs> knave. Knave! Oh my gosh, will you roll a charm just for funsies? <laughs> I will. You got a number for me? Yeah, I do. I'm going to put this at a 20. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. Okay, I'll put it at a 19. I'll put it at a 19. Okay. I think, I think that's the same bracket, but okay. It is a different bracket. 20 is a task at which only the most incredible could even possibly succeed, but if they succeed, it will be one of the most impressive things a character has ever done is nearly a okay. guaranteed failure. But a 19 is only a task for which success would be incredible and prov- impressive, but it's nearly a guaranteed failure. Okay, Gen Z? Yeah, what? I rolled a 16, and guess who has three adversary points? <gasps> oh my gosh, oh are you going to use them? I'm going to use them. Oh my god. Whoa, holy moly. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, so you you call out, and you're just the most charming person ever, and you just barely, like, it just barely is enough to, to charm <laughs> this and, um, God, how do I? <laughs> All right. Um, one of your horses uh, stops running. Butterscotch. It is butterscotch. We have a special bond. And the other one, though, that is on the phantom. Or not on the phantom. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> the phantom's holding my horse? So strong. It's a phantom? <laughs> the other one that that the rider is on stops for a moment and... Does he look back at me? Yes. 
He looks back at you. I, I look at him, and then I squint my eyes. <laughs> and the rider decides, oh, that's enough. That's That was what he wanted to do. So he jumps off of the horse and disappears. He wanted to steal my horses and run them into a building and then get off of them and run away. <laughs> You know, people work in mysterious ways. <laughs> Look, you succeeded or, the role. Or, or I don't go, know what I'm supposed to ghosts. do here. <laughs> the opera ghost is like, mm, maybe I should have had my eyes set on Raul instead. He's, he's got to get yeah, yeah. Wouldn't horses. he? Wouldn't he just like? Wouldn't he just like be intrigued by him? Like, and, and be like, oh, actually, maybe this guy is uh, not such a schmuck after all. Mm. He's a busy guy. <laughs> Either way. And and Raul asked for his horses, and that's what he got. Awesome. He doesn't get anything better than that. I, I want to run toward my horses. I give them a reassuring, loving pat, and then I continue after I try to chase this this phantom horse thief. So, Raul, you are Wait. chasing after this, this so-called ghost or phantom or whatever. Riggin. And you turn a corner and you have him in your sight. I see him. 